podcast. What's it called? Don't worry. Bye. Happy with Harriet Diver. Here's my podcast. My podcast. Hello there. Greetings from me to you. Hope you had a most splendid Christmas. Uh, do we still say that? Well, it's just. Well, no, I do. I do hope you did. Actually, it's not. Well, because with some people, as in people that listen to this podcast, so I know just from that that you have exquisite taste. But then, well, it also because I was going to say because it's just because I. Well, I saw someone last night and they were like, oh, how was your... And then they just stopped themselves and they went, oh, I'm just so sick of saying it. And I was like, yeah. But then I, but then I also thought, and I'm not sure if I said this last time, probably because I'm like a blooming regurgitating record. Did I say, yeah, see, even what you were going to say then, you were going to say, imagine if you were um, leaving subliminal message. Oh, Harriet, please. So, yeah, I said this, just, please, just, well, I think, I think the difficult thing is, when you do a podcast by yourself, because your brain's your brain, and your opinions are your opinions, so whenever something comes up, and let's be honest, comedy, that's all I've got, uh, well, yeah, pretty much, isn't it, the same things sort of do come up, because that's the life I lead, and then because my brain thinks a certain way it would be odd if it didn't like like bits rubbed together that ignited that didn't it would be odd if bits didn't ignite the thoughts and feelings that make up my the brain infrastructure Anyway, so as I said, uh, I think, and I think I've said this before, is um, it's good if you are socially awkward and find it hard to feel uh, fill silences. Is um, oh, did you have a nice Christmas? In fact, fuck it, you you know you could do what you want. You can even say that if you if you're socially awkward and find it hard uh, to to speak uh, to anyone, then who's who's to say if it helps you you can't say well as well because you could go oh how's your garden and they'll go what do you mean i don't have a garden or how do you know about my garden and then that's already a new conversation to talk about and you go oh i had a garden once or i've heard you've got a garden or i've seen your garden and either way that goes it's a new avenue isn't it a new avenue of opportunity and varied conversation level some some probably threatening how do you know my garden I've never met you before uh do you know what I mean yeah I think that's something to really think of as we enter 2020 we are all grass and we all have the acorns in our hands, and we can either choose. Choi- we can either choose to 
Scatterall, my acorns, that wasn't a good choice, actually, because I think you need... Because if you were to plant an acorn, that would... How long would that take to grow a tree? Very long time. So say, I know. So we are all but bags... No, wait a minute. We are all but compost. And we have the grass seeds in our hands. And this year, we can make grass. But... Alas, fucking flexing it up. I don't need you to tell me that I'm going to make grass. I'm going to fucking have a fucking field of grass. See if I don't watch me scatter my grass. Because that's how, that's how I flex it. You know, always thinking outside the box. Always thinking of grass. I actually really like grass. And radishes. I introduced my fiancé to radishes a while ago. And he said... That they tasted like sewage. Did he say sewage? No, a canal. That was it. He said, they taste like a canal. Welcome to episode... Ooh, what is it? I think it is. No, you need certainty. You need to enter the, the year with the utmost certainty. Well, what it was, was I've accidentally been not making excuses. I've been writing off... Well, what it was, was, because we've... Because uh, we've had my fiance's children for well over a month now, and it's difficult in the uh, in my abode because there is always a lot of people that are quite um, sporadically erratic. No, yeah. So I was going to say they mean, mean the exact same thing, but they definitely don't sporadically erratic. Yeah, perfect, that really sums them up. Um, because I usually call them feral, but I feel like that, you know, does uh, do them a disservice. Oh, awful business. Anyway, so we've got a... Um, so, yeah, so then, I, I, so then what happened was, yesterday I planned to record another podcast, but then I had to go do a... Oh, well, what it is is, it's the, the bit coming out of my road to get to the Tesco... He's absolutely awful, and uh, well, I uh, I was making an error as well. I understood. I needed there was a bit where I needed to wait in the road for cars coming up, and I didn't I didn't know that, and I was cutting across, beeping was happening, and then and then it's it's literally a very short journey, but it takes ages in in the time that I I didn't need it anyway. So I, I was going to the comedy awards, you know, being a nominated five times you know you have to you have to go to these things you have to show your face you know and uh, <laughs> and uh, so I went to, so I was gonna go do a shop desperate need of a shop uh, and it's oh it's a logistical nightmare with all oh yeah so we've got oh yeah well no so I uh, went to do a shop and um and then because of this driving situation I do you know what you should have and you should have just because uh, you need to get your car washed as well. Yeah, I should have done that. Um, yeah, well, anyway. So, because of this, I thought, well, I'm just going to walk. I'll walk to Tesco and then I plan to do a podcast. No, you plan to do... Well, anyway. So, I went to Tesco. Oh, my God. And I was like, you know those, um, the world's strongest... Do they do the world's strongest women as well? I've never seen that. You know the world's strongest men when they're, like, pulling a lorry and, and every step they're like... Ooh. That's what I felt like with this shopping because I got so many 
because as well, it's also a logistical nightmare. I should do a um. Well, no, because you you can't do you can't you can't do recipes because you haven't figured it out yet. Well, that's true. So I was thinking, this is very difficult. If the kids are meat eaters, and and we've tried to like sneak in vegetarian stuff, and then they they're like meat sleuths, like this isn't meat. But I think it's more so that they don't like being tricked into fake meat. But if you just give them, so I did, I did tacos. Oh, I haven't squashed my new taco shells. I did tacos the other day, and I because I'm trying to not eat well any meat really. I just got overmeated at Christmas. You know when you're having, there's just meat coming at you from all angles. And when you've you've just got, and then because of that business with the, um, you know, loads of oh dear, imagine, so loads of people got their uh, their turkeys from um, Aldi, and then and then they were rotten in the middle, and then because my dad loves red cabbage, my I have a lot of red cabbage on my plate at Christmas, bloody love it, um, but then the red the, the redness of the cabbage turns things funny colours, and then it turns my turkey grey. And then I just couldn't stop thinking about these rotten turkeys. So then I sort of convinced myself that my grey turkey was then a rotten turkey. And then with the pigs in blankets, sausages wrapped in bacon. That's like... And I, you know, I don't really eat much pork. So to be double porked, you know, only at Christmas. Oh, God, why why did I, um... why, Why have I... Why have I... I don't know why I've, why I've, uh, oh yeah, so it's a logistical nightmare, trying to find, oh yeah, so I did, sort of, so in Tesco, and it's, um, you know, because we've, we are currently a family of six, and then, oh well, so I'm not going to go into it too much, but, do you know what, it really, uh, yeah, it really makes you, like, A, thank God that the, the, the kids have have a cho- have somewhere to go um because in now seeing how the system works i really do worry for people that don't have that and b one minute did i say one or a one b no two b i don't know two b or not uh to be um is that Wow, it's just very difficult because we just want them all the time. It's genuinely best for them. The change in them is, um, but you you can't. You could say, yeah, but Harry, you're biased. But the, the fact of them taking how I feel about anything and out of it, you know, the youngest got double double dyslexia. He's now re- he's now reading bef- before bed and and before he was. He'd just get really angry and frustrated with with reading because he couldn't because he felt like he couldn't couldn't do it, um, and and it's just everyone's behaviour. It's just, I mean, it's it's hectic because we live in such a small place. But the change is just for the best, and then I just worry. So I thought it it would be that because obviously I'm not going to go into it too much, but because her behaviour has been well chaotically erratic. Which is all right. Uh, which is all right if you're being a child, but not all right as to nurture a child. Do you know what I mean? 
and and you know, well, she just goes out with these blooming. She just, I think she gets the cop missed. If I'm honest, um, and doesn't doesn't put what needs to be put first. So so we we would love them all the time. If you take out anything emotional, it it's genuinely for the best. But they just because you know she's got a problem with the drinking and stuff, and I and. And so we wanted them. Well, we do. We definitely like the thought of not having them now is just very upsetting. But then trying to get trying well telling them that trying to get that ball rolling, people not returning calls, people aren't getting back to you. But uh, meetings are being just like uh, are being rescheduled to no date. It's no one can tell you anything, and no one wants to seem to commit to anything so I think then they're just gonna once steps are once she's proven that she's not drinking and stuff like that I think they're gonna try and give them back which is just heartbreaking because well hey it's just it's just sporadic um breathalyzers and stuff so I'm sure you can cheat it I just I just don't oh, I just don't think it's what's best or what's fair and it, the whole, to be honest, the whole system is fucked because, um, because the 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 guy that she was with, that she has another child with, he she had a restraining order out on him, but now the youngest child that isn't my fiance is now with him because of what's that like? It's just all complete bullshit. Um, and then at the minute she's not allowed to see her kids unless my fiance supervises. But then how are you going to go from that to then give give the kids back? It's just fucking fucked, and it's and it's heartbreaking. So I shouldn't go on about it. But anyway, so that's why there hasn't been... Oh, God, how long have I had this massive lump of cotton wool on my face? Um, so that's why, because um, there's always been... So then I was going to do it yesterday, ran out of time, and then today I've got the oldest. She um, got up early to go and, uh, to a breakfast club with the youngest. It isn't my... Well, I was bloody... So she's sleeping, so I thought, well, I, c- I couldn't do it now. And then my fiancé, he's doing these... He's at the minute... About a couple of times a day, I'll hear this from him. I'm just getting high on my own supply, and that's um not drugs. That is um he is doing this breathing, intense breathing. I mean, it's very intense, and so he's off doing that in in the bathroom. And um, well, it, do you know what? I will say this though: the difference in him when he does this, and he does all these cold showers and <sighs> all this business. And uh, he's such a happier person when he does it. So who am I to mock? In fact, I was saying yesterday, this uh, WhatsApp group friend was saying that a boyfriend um, reads all these self-help books but never changes. And then uh, and then by the end of the message, he'd come in and was loading the dishwasher. So she was like, oh, well, maybe he has. Yeah, very, I'm very Brian, Mc, like, very Brian McFaddy when it comes to... Once I was thinking of going back. Anyway, so uh, so anyway, welcome to episode a hundred and is it hundred and thirteen, hundred and fourteen? I think it's hundred and fourteen. What have you been up to? Yeah, it's all it was like three weeks. I yeah, it's been yeah, well yeah, it's been bloody. So then I went to, to the Northwest Comedy Awards uh, last night. Oh my god, absolutely awful. Uh, <laughs> through no fault of, well, it, oh, just 
well, I don't like people really, and and I I don't drink in. I don't. Well, I don't drink outside. I love the old drink with my fiance, as you know, but I don't. I think because I'm naturally a very paranoid person, and the comics are and people that go to comedy are very socially awkward. I'm socially awkward, and when socially awkward people mix with socially awkward people, it's like a fucking, it's a fucking cocktail of fucking discombobulated, or it's like I tell you what it's like. It's like a cocktail of milk. And lime juice. Just a fucking curdled pickle is what it is. And, well, yeah, you naturally feed off other people's fizzy knickers, don't you? And then and then you're just fizzing and then you're saying, oh, and then, and then someone says, oh, this lovely girl come up to me, so nice, so complimentary, and uh, chatting away. And then she's she said, and then I said something, and then it was just oh, don't, I, yeah. And then, and then as well, because everyone's getting pissed her, and I'm not, I wasn't drinking. And then lovely, I went with lovely Chris Control, and he was with loads of people that he's really good friends with, and and I and I like a lot of them, but I didn't know a lot of them, and. It was just awful. So the next time anyone's thinking of nominating me for something, please don't. <laughs> Never, no, I'm joking. It was, it was a, a definitely only joking because of course this is a good news podcast, and I am um, was honoured and privileged, which is why I went. I would never go. I never go to. So do you know what? A friend of mine has given up. Uh, not given up. She had a, a a long break from comedy, and said that she because. She talked about a gig, and I was like, "Oh, is your is your breakup?" And then she said, "No, she just um, misses the sociable. Well, misses other elements as well, but social side of it." And I was like, "Well, yeah, that's it, isn't it?" Because I do not socialise. There's, I couldn't even tell you the la- I think saw a friend last week, but it was I went to see her before a gig. Like I couldn't honestly tell you. The last time I... So- well, yeah, I can actually because it's Christmas. So I met up with a lovely friend over Christmas. But other than that, everything's um, like comedy-related. And that's not... Definitely not saying um, woe is me. Because it just so happens that comedy's a very sociable job, isn't it? But at a gig, it's your choice, isn't it? Whether, whether you were... Ha- Oh, well, you go there when you want. Obviously, you have to go there what time the gig is, but you work within your time around that, do you know what I mean? And then you can leave straight after or you can stay, whereas this, it was... And then afterwards, everyone was like, you know, that's what this is all about, networking, socialising. So then you couldn't even you couldn't even feel like you could head off straight after. And then I got... I had a pint of uh, cordial... Well, no, with so obviously not a pint of cordial. Bloody hell, someone's got a bloody death wish for the taste buds. Um, so I was like, well, do you know what? This is a blessing. I'll uh, and I was on my second pint of pop. I had a coke before that. Hmm. Yeah, that's right. The rumours are true. But someone said to me, they said you wouldn't have 
Like, if you were drinking four pints of beer, you'd... Well, you'd be out drinking, wouldn't you? But but to just randomly drink four pints of pop, it's too, it's too much. It's, a, it's an absolute overload. But anyway, I'm, I'm glad I did. Um, I am, yeah. And I, yeah, so I, I won the uh, best alternative act in the Northwest. So that was really nice. Yeah, really, really chuffed with that. If there was any that I did win, that'd be it. I mean, that I'd want, well, that's the most fitting and up against people that I love and respect. So very happy. So yeah, so overall, it was a success. But it's just not my... It's, it's mad, isn't it? And I'm on, I doubt it's just because... In this country, I don't know if it's this country thing, I think it might be. It's how much we rely on just, you know, a drink to calm, to just relax you with those sorts of things. Because I definitely would have stayed and uh, for a long, well, obviously not because of, of driving as well. Oh my god, the, the the weather on the way back, the, the, the main road into Manchester is... Yeah, no, there's no problems there. It's just a straight, normal main road. Like, a busy main road. Because uh, it's all the way... It's the Hyde Road, all the way down to Manchester. All the bloody... Um, all the drains were f- uh, overflowing. And so it was just splurging. And uh, and then the difficult thing as well, because my car was shaking when I was going out because it was so watery. So... I was trying to swerve because my car, I could feel it like, Ooh. so then, um, but you can't really avoid it because then you've got cars coming the other way, so just floating along really, like a little hovercraft. So yeah, but it, but, but do you know what, the old me, when I lived in, in Manchester, when it was walking distance, I would have gone to that, I would have drank, and I would have stayed out till probably about four in the morning with people that... I, that night, well, it's a bit like a, it's a bit like work, is it? It is, well, it is work, but it's, it's a bit like, you know, when you work in a shop and then, what I'm saying is they're, they're, they're more, um, associates really. Some of them, obviously, the, some of them are dear, dear, dear friends. But yeah, I think there's an awful lot of loneliness. So when I lived in Manchester, I would have gone out just a bit, well, I guess a little bit FOMO-y, would have gone out to be out and be there, and then just stayed out, and then felt fucking miserable in the morning, and unfulfilled. And then the problem as well is with these sorts of things, is you're never, if you go out, mm-hmm. say, drinking afterwards with the people that are still drinking, you're, it's, you're always going to get someone at a table who is a fucking knobhead because there's always um your your water's always murked at some point in comedy there's always like so well well yeah like yesterday there was there was one guy that a few people give a standing ovation to and it was like excuse me this guy is a proper misogynist and uh thinks he's thinks he's fucking Simon Cowell of the bloody comedy world, and then and then and then everyone's just, he's everyone's putting 
blooming his ego. Everyone's feeding his ego, and he because he thinks he's the best person in the world. You're all telling him he's the best person in the world. All the compliments and all the and all the blooming, all the you know, all the jiggling is is getting on top of him, and then it's like Buckaroo's getting heavier and heavier, and then all the misogyny explodes. Yeah, I just don't think, and then people. Then people go, oh, well, you know, it's different times than when it's an, an old person. But the stuff he says to women is fucking bullshit. And he can fuck off. So when people giving him a standing ovation, I was like, oh, fucking hell. Hope it doesn't look like I'm giving him a standing ovation because I'm standing up. But the people that are sitting down are giving him a standing ovation. And then I'm standing anyway. So, yeah, so this is just really a, um, not a very long one, just to sort of get back in the swing of things, and then I'll I'll be doing um, shorter bits from my car, if that, well, bloody hell, yesterday, bloody, bloody dropped my key as I was getting out of my car, and couldn't turn the light on because the car, because I couldn't turn the car, I couldn't turn the t- car on to turn the light on to look for my key. It was in, it was in the, resting on the, uh, the, the, in the leathery bit of the gear stick. I mean, I should have known because I didn't hear a clunk, so I should have known it was a nestled, it was nestled instead of, oh, I've got a leaf and the, um, I need to get my little hoover out. So yeah, so I'll do little spurts from there and I will be getting back in the fling of things of this podcast very soon um yeah i'm loving i'm loving uh back to gigging um i i think i've said this before is i you know me again very brian mcfuddy but i you know all about edinburgh all about this all about that and now i am all about i want to just gig wherever i just want to um within reason i don't want to do you know gigs in front of particularly horrible people, you know, like, you know, horrible drunk people and all that, I want to compare more, and driving gives me that freedom, and, you know, I'm loving comparing at the minute, actually, and, uh, yeah, just, just really looking to change my, change up my set, uh, write, write those more, all of that, oh, wait a minute, did I, I haven't written up, woken up and, and written a joke today, Damn it. Do you know what? So I love getting up about eight in the morning and then solidly working. But then, well, I think you need just more discipline because when you're getting in at silly o'clock and then you can't sleep straight away, so then you're reading before you go to sleep, you can't get up at, you can't get up at eight. But that's why I need more discipline because I used to be able to, but now... Yeah, and then I did get up at eight day before yesterday, but then I just slept in today. I set my alarm for eight, and then I've just gone well, that's fucking mad in it, and then and gone back to sleep, and then and then because I like to do my set things at eight in the morning, so I have time to do everything, and then I couldn't. But but I am doing the podcast, so it's just, in it. I think I think that's all you can do is try. I think, and I imagine a lot of you are like that. Very tough on yourselves when you don't get things you know if you if you put an expectation or a task on yourself and then you don't quite do that exact thing to be miffed with yourself but there's always 
always tomorrow. It's always tomorrow. Until there isn't. Right, let's let's have your good news. Okay, so this is from a while ago now. Almost bloody four weeks. So lovely Pete. Pete Hewitt says managed to get through all the back episodes of Bipolar Be Happy podcast, which is probably a good thing as I begun to nod my head and talk back as I was listening. Oh, that's really lovely, Pete. Um, also made it back to Jason Cook's comedy balloon at the Ape and Apple for the first time in about 18 months. If you want to see comedy talent at its freshest, rawest and most experimental, this is the place to go. I must go more often. Oh, it's wonderful. And Jason Cook is a, is a fucking legend. Because there's been a few people who have run it over the years. Well, I'd, in fact, I only know him and uh, the guy that did it before was a guy called Spider. But, um, I mean, I assume he wasn't Chris and that. But Jason is one of life's bloody good eggs. Really is. You know, does it for for nothing. Just the love, really. Isn't there not enough people like that? Yeah. And it's just so funny as well how he is. With, was it Once I was there and this guy was like, right, well, I need to go on at this time. I need to do this and need to do that. And Jason's like, well, no, you'll do this at this, this, and that's that. He just doesn't, you know, he, he doesn't, no, it's not that he doesn't take shit because he's just, well, it's just not the place for divas. Do you know what I mean? Thursday Summers says, my good news is that my show, Blizzard Comedy, has been nominated for Best Comedy Club in Manchester, and I can't believe it. I'm making a scene in the office, and I don't care. Yay! Oh, yep, so if you wanted to vote for Blizzard here, I'd be super grateful. So head on over to uh, Manchester Evening News City Life um, Best Comedy Club, or just go on... um, yeah, City Life Awards. Yeah, if you just Google City Life Awards, Manchester Evening News, or you can find the link on my Facebook page. Um, so vote for vote for Blizzard there, and I would be most happy to pass the baton to you, Kirsty, because Barker Tales won it uh, last year. Oh, I've just seen this person. K. Razy Heidi Taylor says, We saw you, Harriet, last week, but you've tagged Kirsty in. Um, <laughs> fucking hilarious. Let us know when you're back in Kent. Oh, thank you. Oh, poor old Lynn. Lynn Wren, devastated this week. Yeah, because this is a couple of weeks ago now. Harriet, due to the worst Friday. 13th in history. JC will always be my hero. Onwards and upwards, though, hey. We'll just have to try even harder to look after our vulnerable in society. By the way, did I see you earlier in Tesco Glossop? You looked as fraught as I felt, so I didn't approach. If not you, I've seen your doppelganger. If you are still living in Glossop and ever need a friendly face, a listening ear, or a cup of char, just message me, lovely. Oh, that's nice. I say yes that was me I was trying to work yeah because I was trying to work out if it, if it was her the same goes to you lovely thought 
out of you after the results. So, so sad. The only chance of someone honourable running things was ruined by people believing poisonous media billionaires with nothing but their own agendas in mind. Exactly. We'll just have to do all... We'll just have to all do our own bits to try help the vulnerable. Try our best to move forwards. Oh, well, well said, Harriet. I remember putting that. Uh, Alex Kendall says, Albert Hall last Saturday watching The Sprout singing The Messiah with about a thousand others. Very proud parents. Also had a couple of great coffees while sitting outside, like Riot Continentals in Kensington. That's fantastic. Well done to you. And of course, The Sprout. Fantastic. God, how long did that take coming up from Cornwall? Pete just listened to the podcast. Hugs. Hope. Do you know what? As well, a few people reached out after the last one, so I really appreciate that. You're a lovely bunch. Yeah, really lovely of you. Um, hope the boiler gets fixed soon. I think these are trying times for lots of people, but I think it's important not to get head up about things out of our control. Look after your mental health. Check in on your friends and try to be good to all people. There you go, Pete. That's yes. Very well said. Ash Preston being selected to take part in Circuit Breakers for the Leicester Comedy Festival. Great days. The Giggle Shack. I've been nominated in two categories in the Northwest Comedy Awards. One is against you. And yes, and you won. So well done for that, Colin. Of Giggle Shack fame. Very well deserved. And uh, Adam Rushton, you being nominated for four awards at the Northwest Comedy Awards. I said, Adam, it's actually five, all right? Let's be real. Uh, <laughs> so that, and then we've got more. So that was just before Christmas. And here we are. Susan Murray. Family bought me very few presents. Considered jumping out of a window head first, decided it wasn't high enough. Susan, Susan, Susan. Christmas is not about presents. Especially when you get to being old bastards like us. Isn't it? I love getting stuff for other people. I hope you had a lovely Christmas apart from that. David Chapman, Happy New Year. I'm recovering from my birthday night out. At Darwin Library Theatre, then into town, cracking night. Oh, yeah. And I said, <laughs> happy belated birthday, David. Hope your head's not too sore today. Heard there were some cracking acts on at Darwin Library Theatre last night. Me being one of them, BTW, but I didn't say that. And he said, some of the best I've seen all year. It's because it was January the 4th. Lovely gig that, Darwin. Uh, John Turner says, absolutely brilliant comparing in leak on Friday. Loved your intro and the introductions for each act. Most natural comparing I have ever seen and just so funny. Well, John, that is very lovely of you. Very much appreciated. On the way back, I, uh, you know when you get a watery mouth? I made myself feel so sick on the journey back. I had to pull over and then it, Oh, that's what it is. Yesterday I was looking at my tyres and I was like, why are my tyres so muddy? And I pulled over, not realising I'd sort of pulled into a bog. Um, but yeah, that journey home, I'm going to, if I ever 
I'm in leak again. I'm going to have to take travel sickness tablets. Oh, but I think it's just on the way back because when you're on your way there, it's uh, open because it's daylight. And then on the way back, it's just your eyes on them winds. Uh, and I don't think it's happening. But how does anyone... Has anyone... Because I've always tra- suffered with travel sickness tablet, uh, Travel sickness travel sickness that's it i've always suffered with travel sickness and then um everyone said oh it will change once you once you drive you won't be travel sickness anymore Uh, i'm still very travel sick so please elaborate john thank you claire forrester says a new sofa week well not brand new but new to us planning what to do on our holiday in prague on the 13th and also Official countdown to our wedding has begun. Now it's this year. 2020 is going to be a good year. That is fantastic. Oh, Love it. Love, love Cork was all, doesn't it? And I have rarely seen two most in love people. So that is, that's lovely. Really lovely. Charity shop, of course. What, for your sofa fantastic we need to get a sofa bed for because of all the humans that now live in this very small flat um you can drop on some right good bargain yeah i'm gonna um have an investigation and then how did you did can you fit your sofa in do you have to get a man in a van david melier says happy new year harriet happy new year david I ran out of firewood yesterday for the log burner. Woke up this morning and a tree had fallen in my garden in the night. You got a wood burner? Is that your heat? Your heating? Does it look like a little cottage with a wood burner? It's fantastic. And can you have that instead of central heating? Please let me know. M. Schaff. Happy New Year, mate. We've been marking out our map this week for our holiday on the 13th. Oh, this is Claire's, um, the future wife. Lots of things to explore in Prague. Yeah, and life is good because you've got a new sofa. Lynn Wren, Happy New Year, Harriet. Hope it's going to be a great one for you. David Chapel. I start a new job on the 20th after a year unemployed following my breakdown. It is the same day I appear on Countdown. Very exciting, David. I will bloody look out for that. And anyone else, if you fancy, seeing how David gets on. On the 20th of January. Happy New Year, Harriet. In good news, Jack Munro's new cookbook has arrived. And I made the chilli con... Oh, chilli non carne. Oh, classic. Classic pun. Is that a pun? No, it's wordplay. Yeah, with jackfruit, which is the most delicious version I have ever tasted. Today I'm making the confit duck with pears, cassoulet, jackfruit again, marinated in oil, soy sauce, coffee, sugar, garlic. Wow, looking forward to having that later, possibly post a movie. Feels like a Sunday of abundance, even though it's a budget recipe and the movie will be an OG and two for one deal. Hope you have a lovely day, bloody hell, Jane. Oh, and you've put, and if you fancy the, um, 
the the research put the recipes on the on a that one there. So in fact, I'm gonna have a look at that. Although, can you just get where do you get a jackfruit from? Can you just get them willy nilly? Well, like I don't mean just you know, like you know when magicians just go to someone's ear and then the tempe comes on. Right? Imagine just jackfruits. But where? Is a jackfruit? Jackfruits don't grow in this country, do they? Where do they? Oh, I really need a toilet. Um, Rue says, "Happy New Year, Harriet. I wish I could have been at the first Barking Tales, but I was working. Sad face. I had a nice New Year's. Paul Campbell was very poorly, but we watched TV and it was nice. We're on our way to visit my brother now. Um, he feels a lot better, judging from how much he ate today. Wonderful, and really glad that you, because uh, you said um, about your family, so you'd be working a lot at Christmas, so you went to see your brother in the New Year, so I hope, I hope that was nice, and I hope you're alright. Yeah, I haven't seen you, I've just seen the picture though, your hair is very colourful once again, so that's exciting, and I'm sure I will see you soon, hopefully. Philip Barnett says, Hey ho, Felix Anno. I was on my own Christmas Day, writing or trying to write music. Performed New Year's Eve. Had a good gig. Great, Philip. Ros Ballinger. Happy New Year, Harriet. Hope you had a lovely Christmas too. I Sorry, I'm speeding up. I need a toilet so bad. I spent the first few years, days, sorry, of 2020 feeling a bit panicky and self-conscious that I didn't have any gigs coming up. But I've managed to pick some up through reaching out and getting some offers, which has made me feel much better. Well, that's exactly it. Sometimes I, well, not that I'm saying you did this, but I sometimes, well, what I'm trying to say is you, you cannot, it, like, I sometimes expect things to come to me and, but in it, and one thing I do regret is when I had an agent and then I thought everything was just, I think I've said this before as well, human harm, hung, do you know what I mean? Come to me, but I think it's one that you need to write, uh, what's that, that sentence? Um, jump off running. So when you're running, you need to run, no, it's called hit off running. I think it's a bit like when you're already running and you're passing the baton and you've already, no, wait a minute, jump off right, what's that phrase? But, yeah, I think when there is momentum, you need to keep at the momentum instead of thinking, oh, well, it's happening now, isn't it? So I'm, I'm like, oh, bloody hell, I ain't got nothing. And then I'll put a little bit of, get a bit of feelers out there, put a bit of, Put a bit of phyllo out there and uh, pastry, and you know, and then suddenly the feelers feel me, you know. Essentially, everything figures. It's like, oh, my friend Kelly Lewis. I can walk ish and drive again. Lovely Kelly. I met up with her. In in fact, it's because of Kelly. I don't eat fish anymore. We went for this. Oh, it was. I do not know. I'm. Unidentified fish, and it was too. I we went to this sea restaurant, and um, yeah, I don't know what some of the fish was, and it is, it was, yeah, I did. Oh, and then I, oh, it went right through me. 
Uh, but it was lovely to see Kelly, and Kelly had a moon boot on, uh, she hurt her ankle, and then the doctor was bloody useless, um, to put some ice on it, and uh, in the end she had to get a moon boot from um prop cupboard at school where she works. Oh, but it was lovely to see her. And it was weird as well, because Kelly passed her driving test, I don't know, like 2000 and some, like early 2000s. So I used to give me lifts and then, because she had a moon boot, so I was, she was a lovely passenger. Really lovely, saying I was doing well. And women tend to be, don't they? I don't think anyone should ever be, because the thing is, no one, when they're making a mistake, I don't think anyone just, I don't think anyone is just sitting there being useless. I think if someone hasn't quite moved at a traffic light or this or that or or they've just randomly stopped or I, I don't know, I'd say something's gone wrong. And especially got P-plates on, they're just, they're new drivers. Back the fuck up, back the fuck off, it doesn't matter. Unless someone's you know them fucking windy wankers that will just never indicate and they'll be going up. Have you seen it on the motorway and they'll just be going and it's just so dangerous. Like If you're going out of your way to be a dangerous bastard, by all means, that person needs to know. But chances are they already know and they don't give a shit. But anyway, she was lovely um, on our little trip. Yeah, splendid, splendid. Right, I'm going to go. Please get in touch. Uh, let me know how you are, what you've been up to, how your Christmas was. Uh, what's good? Tell me what's good, what's popping. Right, I'm going to go toilet. This has been, uh, what has it been, 114 has it been? Thank you. Good to be back. Good to smell you once again. Goodbye. That was my podcast. My podcast. Thanks for listening. Download, share, tell your pal at the shop. Don't worry. Bye. Happy. My podcast. My podcast.